right, everyone. Welcome to the Four Lee Podcast. I am Sam. Thank you for listening. The four is for my mother who passed away from Lou Gehrig's disease in 2018, and Lee is the name of my brother who passed away a year later. This podcast is all about learning from other people's challenges and how they got through them and learning from each other, and hopefully you hear something that can help you out today. Today's episode is with Mitch. Mitch, please introduce yourself. Hey everyone, my name is Mitch Tastrum. Um, I just met Sam today. <laughs> yeah. uh, in reality, I've known Sam since we were in, I don't know, kindergarten. You went, yeah. How, or, old, how old are you in kindergarten? Um, seven. Yeah, I think I think we were seven when we first started it, and then we graduated. When no, we were I think you're younger in kindergarten. But anyway, we've known each other for the better part of thirty years. Yeah, that's crazy. Pretty wild. We only became friends in high school, though. <laughs> it's so true. Yeah, I didn't even know you were until the ninth grade. Um, but that's yeah, man. So notable. It's first off, I haven't seen you in a year, but we talk all the time. So because, yeah. but the reason I don't see you is because you moved to the San beautiful. Diego. Yeah. And you've been there for what, that 10 years? Almost. Um, almost nine years. Okay. So quite some time now. What inspired you to go halfway around, or I guess around the country? Yeah. Um, I'm here for the beer. <laughs> here as if I were in San Diego right now. Um, but yeah, I moved out there um, for the um, very well-built uh, um, beer culture out there. Mm-hmm. Uh, I've since become a professional brewer. I've been doing that for about seven years now. Um, and yeah, I was inspired to go make a career out of um, craft beer. Craft beer really has um, inspired me and driven me to, um, I, I really just love the culture and the community around it. And you know, the best part is that you know, a good beer brings, brings good people together. Yeah. So on that note, I've been sober 104 days. <laughs> Ironic. <laughs> no, yeah, I really have. Yeah, yeah. So I'm, I'm really, I'm sorry I can't be a customer, but I wish you the best with your business, sir. Totally good. In fact, uh, my, my father can't be a customer either. <laughs> so, yeah. Yeah. It's all good. I still love the both of you. <laughs> <laughs> well, I mean, I have had your beer before, though. That's true. You're a great brewer. Thanks, man. Uh, you know. I try. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, thanks, actually. Thanks for helping me with my problem. <laughs> you got it, bud. <laughs> but uh, all jokes aside, it is, great. it is great to see you, man. Um, Likewise. Yeah, so, I mean, you, you're you a listener. Of the, I know your family's huge supporters of the pod, and I appreciate that. We love the pod, man. <laughs> the pod loves you. but um, It's a good forum. This is your show. and My show. Where, where are we going from here? Let's do this. Yeah. Where are we going? Well, where are we going? Where are we right now? We're in Orlando. Orlando, Florida. Um, uh, yeah, we're in like a high school parking lot. <laughs> not to sound super creepy or anything. <laughs> well, I mean, we need... It is so, Sunday, I mean, though. I, School's not in session. <laughs> we, we should talk about, like, so our... I mean, we're, we're good friends, but our coordination efforts... I mean, I, I messed up last night and fell asleep. It happened. You, you slept in this morning, but we finally not linked that up. I, you know, knew you were even going to make it up. Well, uh, so all, one period. thing about me is if I say something, I'm going to do it. Just not, not exactly at the time <laughs> I told you. Yeah, fair. Well, I had some sleep to catch up on <laughs> or something. So, yeah, yeah. But, um, yeah, so. So, yeah, so I'm in Orlando. We're in Orlando right now. Yep. Um, really convenient, um, and I'm, I'm grateful to have, um, you know, a friend that lives two hours away from Orlando. The reason I'm in Orlando is that my family 
uh, vacationed here um, over the past week. Okay. It's, it's now Sunday. My family was here uh, last week during the work week. So I met them out here halfway through the, the trip, and, you know, we were doing the theme park circuit, checked out uh, the Magic Kingdom. I did with them. They did some other stuff but before I got here, but a uh, cool little water park, and, um, and I'm still here on Sunday because my plan was to hang out uh, over the weekend with um, a few friends, including Sam. Um, I was able to see a couple of those friends, unfortunately not a couple others, um, but it's all good. And uh, yeah, I'm actually going to be leaving for the airport in an hour or so, so and I'm back. You have how many nieces and nephews? Five. Five. So today, so today is a crazy day, because today is Lee's four-year anniversary, which is why I wanted to see you so badly, because... I don't know if you, you, you definitely remember that, but like when Lee had, was going through his thing the night before and I went over there, I was on the phone with you. Yeah. So, um, so that's crazy. But, um, the reason I bring up the nieces and nephews part is because three days ago on April 13th, is that three days ago? I think that's three. Um, my sister gave birth to Wesley, um, my nephew, her son, and her husband Jay's son, and uh, what advice do you have for being a funkle? <laughs> Fun uncle, yeah, the, yeah. The best funkle anyone can ever. Yeah, be. yeah. The guy who's like gonna be there on birthdays and, and probably nothing else. <laughs> Honestly, though, you said it. Be there. Yeah. Show up. Uh, buy them. Buy them birthday gifts. Um, see them as much as you can, even if that means that you're FaceTiming. Um, and really, it, it just it just goes for all family. Just be there because, you know, uh, time spent with family is, is never wasted time. And, you know, you'll never be able to get that time back. Um, so the more time you can spend with them, you know, uh, within a reasonable manner, the better. Mm-hmm. So just, just be there. Be there for them when they need you. And just be there for the good times and, you know, the bad ones inevitably as well. Just be there. And that's why I came out here, you know, I, it was a random trip to Orlando that, you know, I, I never see myself traveling to, to Florida, you know, like, uh, like for a vacation, but if my family's going to be there, my brothers, my sisters-in-law, their kids, my dad, um, uh, I'll, I'll call her my, my mother-in-law. She's my brother's mother-in-law, Deb. Yeah. Um, you know, that's like, that's, that's time that I, you know, with them that I don't want, that I, I would never want to miss. Uh, and it's it's concentrated quality family time. Mm-hmm. You know, we're all in this thing here together and we're here to hang out. And it's just, you know, we're basically constantly with each other. You know, and I, I didn't even get sick of them. I don't know if they could say the same about me. Uh, but <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> it was only a couple of days, maybe two and a half days or yeah. so. But, uh, but yeah, so, you know, I um, I couldn't pass up the opportunity to spend a few a few days with them yeah so it's like the 72 hours like people always say like oh man you know i can only handle you meaning me for like two or three hours tops and i'm always like no i get that you know like we've been together for about three hours yeah almost uh, we're almost there but i'm like because i gotta deal with me 24 hours a day it's a lot so if people are like hey man it's it's been four hours and uh i don't have anything to do i'm just kind of done with this (laughs) you know like i don't take it personal you know good luck with everything you know i'll see you tomorrow maybe (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> but uh 
Yeah, man. So, um, you're so for those who don't know, you're you're a songwriter and a guitar guitar player I, and a genuine I, stud and oh, still on the market. Well, and you were very kind, my friend. <laughs> and hey, you're not looking so bad yourself, dude. I'm I I'm I am squeezing Sam's <laughs> right bicep right now, which I can't even fit my entire hand around. That's thank you. So you know, yeah, yeah. The left bicep's goes, a little weaker, but you know. Dominant That's because I'm no normal. longer. Yeah, I'm, I'm I'm hanging out with myself a lot these days. So, uh, <laughs> see what I did there. I see what you did there. I'm not sure if everybody else did. It's <laughs> probably for the better, you know. If they didn't. <laughs> yeah. Uh, although you, I feel like you said it in the wrong way. How how should I have said that? What trip? you actually meant was not what you said. What do I mean? I don't know. Let's move on. <laughs> um. So yeah. So you were saying I am a songwriter. Yeah. Uh. Yeah. Um. Check me out on uh, SoundCloud uh, soon. You're not on there yet? No. <laughs> <laughs> so what am I supposed like, I'll just tell people it's three weeks when you're outside? They'll find me. All right. At, Do it. at M. Franz Tastrum on Instagram. Uh, uh, yeah. <laughs> I, well, I, I will put your... You know how it works. I'm going to put your picture on. We took a great picture. We did. That was a good one. Yeah. Right, right in front of Ollie's uh, bar, by the way. Uh, the namesake of my uh, of, of my nephew, my brother Parker's son. Yeah. Um, so... But yeah, I um yeah, music is is what keeps me what keeps me sane. Yeah, that's your outlet. Um, that's that is my main outlet, yeah. Yeah, music is is very important to me. I what? grew up I grew up with it and my mom made me made me take um like chorus and uh the piano? Uh yeah, piano was um I wouldn't say she made me do that. That was something that I that I willingly went, went into. <laughs> um and Enjoyed it enough while I was doing it, um, but really gained an appreciation for it after uh, I was done with, with the lessons and stuff. Uh, Al Cole was my teacher, a, a great family friend of ours, and he did an amazing job. Um, uh, whether I wanted to practice uh, on my on my uh, in my free time or not, um, but yeah, just really appreciate um, growing up with great music and. Um, uh, picking up my brother's, my brother Parker's uh, gray electric guitar one day when I was uh, probably a freshman in college, uh, high school rather. Yeah. And uh, started strumming away and, and and that was it. I got hooked and yeah, I don't know, 20-ish years later, well, um, almost I'm still still playing. We were in the same music class freshman year with Parker. That's right, yeah. I have no musical talent at hilarious. all, though. <laughs> it's funny. That, I'm was, not... that was hilarious. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, but Parker was a pretty creative guy. I remember in that class. Yeah, well, I remember when Parker um, took the song that we wrote and changed it up uh, with... Since, it, was, since it, was, it was Brian Edwards. Yeah. So, so he and Brian Edwards took the song that we, Sam and I, wrote... <laughs> Um, and they like changed it up and made it catchier, um, <laughs> and got all the credit for the song. <laughs> yeah, actually, you know what? Straight up, I don't robbery. like Parker anymore now that I remember this. <laughs> but yeah, so mu- music's your outlet. You're writing yes. a lot of stuff. I know you sent me, um, you sent me songs before that are, that are just they pull they pull at the what is it the saying? Pull at the heartstrings? Is that what? That's it, is? it. Yeah. Yeah, I mean it's 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 you're you have an incredible talent. Thanks, man. And nice. I'm not just saying that. Like, I, I genuinely enjoy listening to your stuff. Like, I have some friends who are rappers, and they'll send me stuff, and I'll just be like, <laughs> Hopefully oh, they're God. not hearing this episode. <laughs> well, if they are, maybe they'll stop sending it to me. <laughs> but, you know, but, like, yeah, your stuff's generally good, man. I hope, I hope, uh, and honestly, I feel like that's such a, 
a good way to bring women to you if you're just sitting on the beach playing a guitar and i like never do that honestly really why not <laughs> um i'm not looking for attention honestly so you just do it for the love of the music i sit in my living room my bedroom um and i play i i, I played i played on the boardwalk in pacific beach in san diego recently um, I think for the first time ever, yeah. and that was only because I, I was about to do an open mic session um, mm -hmm. that evening, and I was actually practicing an original song that I had just written that that morning uh, on the boardwalk with my friend uh, Samer. Um, yeah, I you know, and it would be cool to go busking on the on the boardwalk and all that, and I might do it. Uh, I might start doing it because I am starting to play more music in public now um, and get my original songs out there slowly but surely. Slowly but surely, I'm writing them and then getting to know my voice as well a little bit better. Yeah. But I do it because I love it, and uh, that's why I'm able to to write to write decent songs is because they they come from the heart. You know, I'm not sitting there trying to pump out some some catchy catchy uh, tune that's gonna you know get attention. Yeah. Um, I literally wake up with songs in my head that I've never heard before because they don't exist, um, and I record them down. Um, whether it's lyrics, instrumentals, or both, and then I just kind of build on that. I wrote a song yesterday when I was hanging out at a really great uh, brewery in, in town in Florida um, called Sideword, best loggers in town. Um, so yeah, it all comes from the heart, and a lot of it's you know about family, friends, you know, love and and the like. Well, I have two questions based off that. Is your and, and I'm going to ask them both before I forget because I have like a pee brain. Go. But the first question is, is it harder to write lyrics or the, the music, the notes? And then the second question is, what is your genre focusing? Is it more like rock or country or do you have a genre? For me, it's, um, it's harder to write lyrics because I think my brain is just um, tuned to just like my brain can see uh, the notes on 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 the fretboard and just play mm -hmm. them. I play by ear, mm -hmm. and it, it, writing the instrumentals comes very very easily to me. Um, like I said, I wake up with these these songs in my head. Mostly, it's mostly instrumentals that I just wake up with tunes and stuff. Yeah. Um, and yeah, lyrics is is they'll come to me in, in snippets, mm -hmm. and then I'll add on um, to them and and kind of build on them slowly. Sometimes I write them in one sitting. But yeah, definitely lyrics is harder for me. And um, and then the second question was... Like, what genre are you, like, when you're writing? It's mostly um, folksy, a uh, little, little country twang. Okay. Um, a little bluesy. Uh, there's, some, there's some soul. There's some soul sounds in yeah. there, if you will. Um, I've been kind of getting to know my falsetto. Uh, a little bit more. What's a fal falsetto? Uh, falsetto. Yeah, it's um, it's when you, it's your head voice. So it's it's your it's your high voice. Okay. Um, so I would change it to, like a, huh, 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 like one of those. Yeah. And you know that's, off the cuff, and I didn't warm up for that, so don't judge me if that sounded yeah. like dog shit. Sound like an um, orgasm. Interesting. <laughs> G-rated sound. <laughs> or, no, I didn't say anything bad. I just said a word. <laughs> Um, but, uh, yeah, um, so that, that soul, that like soul part is something that I've been introducing, uh, lately. Um, that little snippet that I just kind of sung there was something that I woke up with somewhat recently and 
I'm actually really excited to make that into a song. There are no words yet. There's just weird like vocals that aren't words, but it kind of flows with the tune and everything. Yeah. Um, yeah. Maybe I can sample you on on something. You can lay a track over this or something. I would uh, love to. So maybe towards the end of the of the session or something. Yeah. So eventually, I would love to never have to. I I hate reading the intro to the podcast because um, I'm I'm not a good reader. And I get, I think I get like a little anxiety from like reading like Lee and my mom or whatever. And I, sh- I definitely like, I'll listen, like, I don't, I used to listen to the podcast like all the time, but now I listen to it like just once after the episode. But like when I listen to that part, I'm like, oh my God, you idiot. Just read, like, just read the words, you know? So I would love to have you sing the song, like, welcome to the four Lee podcast, you know? <laughs> <laughs> it would be an honor to write, <laughs> to write the theme song. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Just please do that so I don't have to read this paper anymore. I'll give it a go. Yeah, because uh, I got my friend James's brother, uh, Snipe 100 of Atlanta, gave me the beat for that I'm using currently. So I want to keep that because that, oh, nice. really, that was really nice. That's a good one. Yeah, so that's his beat. And he was, he awesome. like, yeah, he's a big time producer in Atlanta. He's he one does, of those rappers that you that you don't dislike listening to. No, he's really good. He's very good. Um, he's not, he's, he's, I think he's like 45 now. He doesn't rap anymore, but he was producing for a while. I think he was bigger as a producer than a rapper, but he still makes beats and stuff. So he gave me that one for free, which was cool. But, um, yeah, so, you know. So, yeah, music, you know, <laughs> that's, that's definitely what, what drives, what drives a lot of what I do in my, in my free time. Yeah. Mus- music is, if, if you're in a bad spot, like, mentally, and you, you get a good song and, and, you know, whatever you like to do, whether it be, like, going to the gym or, like, cleaning or whatever, it helps so much. Yeah. I'm thinking about the, it's like a, it's the intro to the Mac Miller album, Kids, and uh, they take a sample from the movie Kids, mm-hmm. um, and they just, like, dub over whatever they're talking about in in the movie i think they dub the word music over the word sex i want to say um don't quote me on that but anyway he just like places the word music in place of um i'm kind of rambling at this point (laughs) but it just popped into my head well it's kind of going off the cuff have, have you ever been on a podcast before i have okay it's been a long time what was it for like beer or uh, yeah, yeah. I was at a beer festival. I was working a beer festival for the brewer that I was working at the time, mm-hmm. and um, there was like the local beer podcast. Yeah, I uh, was having different guests from from the festival on. And I popped on for five or ten minutes, chatting with some brewer buddies. Yeah, but other than that, I don't think I have been on a podcast before. Well, whenever I describe like you to my friends and stuff, like my my good friend Mitch, because. You know, if I meet people and they're like, oh, who's, I'm like, Mitch, you know, he's a brewer. And they're like, oh, like, what, what does that mean? I'm like, he's like the LeBron James of beer. Like, he can, Not like, true. it's true. You're being <laughs> humble. You can, like, smell a beer and tell what it's made of, pretty much. Um, I mean, yeah. That's crazy. It just, you know, it comes with the territory, I think. Um, not that every brewer is, is trained up like that, but hopefully if you're a brewer, you're, um, you're taking measures to, um, get to know your your palate and be a good uh you know sensory professional yeah so i am a certified cicerone um also known as certified chicharron um 
that's the running joke because you know it sounds like the pork skin um, uh, chips called chicharron. But anyway, certified <laughs> cicerone is is adjacent to um, being a sommelier uh, in the wine world. So the wine world has sommelier. Um, the beer world has uh, cicerone, and cicerone is a is a somewhat newer program created uh, ten. Um, 10 plus years ago by a gentleman named Ray Daniels uh, from Chicago. He's a beer professional. And it, um, it educates you in like all aspects of uh, beer, the beer profession. Yeah. Whether it's, it's brewing, uh, proper storage practices, serving practices, uh, the history of beer. Um, yeah, there's a lot that goes, goes into it. So I do have that certification and that involves sensory in and of itself. Um, and then I'm also a certified, uh, beer judge, um, certified by the beer judge certification program of America. Um, and I judge, uh, professional and homebrew, uh, competitions in Mexico and in, in the U S. Yeah. Um, yeah, I love it. You know, it's, it helps to build yourself. It helps to, uh, build your, your mind. Um, you are consuming alcohol. Uh, of course, and you know, if you're not careful, you can get a buzz on when you're when you're tasting beer. You're on a taste panel, um, but you should really only be taking a few sips um, for each tasting because you shouldn't really need much more than that. Yeah, you know, um, if it tastes good, right? Like, yeah, right. it's like you know, you get the uh, flavor, aroma, appearance, mouthfeel. Um, you get a feel for it very quickly. Um, hopefully, you have a fresh palate. Hopefully, you didn't go out and booze all night beforehand. And you're there at 9 a.m., you know, hungover, uh, <laughs> trying to taste beer professionally and give a proper score on it. Um, what is the scoring for a beer? Is it out of 10? Uh, it's out of uh, 50. 50? It's out of 50. Wow. Yeah. What's an average score? Average score is, hmm, I would say somewhere around, of course, it depends on the caliber of the um, entries. Yeah. Somewhere around 30, probably. 30 out of 50. Yeah. So has anyone, have you ever scored a 50? Maybe high 20s. Uh, no, I don't know if that's ever happened. It's just like, you don't do it. What's the highest you've <laughs> ever scored? Uh, the highest I've ever scored was a 44. Wow. Was that a Bud Light? Um, <laughs> could have been. I mean, that's a, <laughs> that's a, you know, classic example of a, of an American adjunct lager. Yeah. Uh, so, you know, Bud Light, uh, I think does very well at the at the professional beer competitions if it is entered they don't necessarily enter their beer into the competitions but yeah. they very well could to the great american beer festival but um yeah i so i scored a beer 44 and um i remember the beer well it was um it was an imperial stout brewed with some really cool uh ingredients there was there was chocolate uh and vanilla in it i believe um don't quote me on the on the ingredients jose and mark um, so actually, I, I know the guys that, that brewed this beer. Okay. Pretty cool story. It was about a year and a half ago, I think. Um, and I judged the beer. So I was judging, um, was I judging, uh, like, it, it was like a general overarching specialty beer category, I believe, mm -hmm. at the America's Finest City homebrew competition, uh, which was held at Alesmith um, somewhat recently, but also uh, about a year before that. Um, so I judged this, this particular beer and it just knocked my socks off. Like it was, it was killer. 
you know, it was just velvety and, and creamy and uh, roasty, um, very well balanced. And uh, so wrote up my score. Yeah. 44. And my, my judging partner, who we were pretty off on our score, so you judge with another one or two or three people. Yeah. And, uh, and then you tell, and then you, you say what score you gave the beer. They say what score they, they gave the beer and why. And you come to a consensus. Okay, like, all right, you were at this score. I was at this score. You know, why, why are you there? Maybe I'll come up. Maybe I'll come down on my score, what have you. My judging partner and I that morning were pretty far off. Um, on our on our scores generally, yeah. But with this beer, we looked up at each other and we said forty four. So each of us gave this he beer did really? forty four. Yeah. So you both liked it. Forty four to fifty. Yeah. It's a spectacular beer. We awarded it first place uh, for that category. Um, and I went to the award ceremony a few nights later. Okay. Um, also held at L Smith Brewing. This is a brewery with a great reputation. These are all history. in San Diego. Yeah. Okay. Um, and the fat the owner Peter Zion of L Smith. Um, is big into the homebrew community. Um, he is a, a Quaff member himself, I believe. That's Quaff is the uh, homebrew club yeah. that organizes the competition. So went to the ceremony a few nights later, and I noted, you know, who won that, whose beer that was that that I awarded first place. Um, approached him afterwards. Hey man, great beer. You know that was that was killer. Told him the score I gave it, and he was like beyond stoked. Uh, to hear, you know, about that, um, and we we hit it off, uh, made fast friends. I ended up inviting him, um, Jose, and his uh, brewing partner, who wasn't there that night, but who I met soon after that, to an event that we held at my brewery. Um, Mission Brewery is the brewery that I work at, and um, it's right by the stadium, right by Peco Park. Yeah. yeah. So they showed up at this really cool event that that we held. Um, it was. A, event for uh, Pints for Pink, uh, a breast cancer awareness organization, um, and uh, they, they showed up. Um, really cool, really fun time. We just continued to hit it off, and then they ended up coming to uh, brew a, a batch of homebrew um, that I brewed with uh, this local fruit in San Diego called Loquats, uh, and that was a memorial brew for my, uh, my friend Mike, um, who unfortunately passed away uh, the previous year. He, my friend Mike bought a fruit press um, the previous year and we pressed these loquats into juice mm -hmm. and we brewed this loquat pale ale um, so we kept it going they showed up at that competition or rather brew day Yeah. and um, it's kind of funny Jose floated the idea of maybe doing a pro-am competition held at, at Mission and you have home brewers and they enter these beers and you know, and then they brew the beer, or the winner of that competition would theoretically brew the beer on a large scale with, with me or with somebody at Mission. Um, and then Jose said, or you could just have us out and, you know, we could just brew a batch together. <laughs> and I was just like, ah, ah, <laughs> kind of, you know, brush it off. Soon enough, um, the San Diego Beer News, yeah. um, so it's a local beer publication, they, uh, Brandon uh, Hernandez, the, the founder and editor, chose Mission as one of the participating breweries um, that summer to participate in the um, San Diego Homebrew Summer um, Series. Yeah. So local breweries get together with local homebrewers, and the breweries scale up the this five-gallon homebrew recipe 
into a 5, 10, 20 barrel recipe. 31 gallons to a barrel, do the math, we did a, well, we ended up doing a 7 barrel batch. Wow. Um, uh, I, yeah, the boss came to me and said, hey, you know a bunch of home brewers, pick somebody. So I said, you know what, I know just the people who would want to, who would love to, to brew something. Um, so uh, that that beer that I ended up scoring a 44 uh, ended up um, getting uh, Jose and Mark uh, a brew session with, with us, with me at Mission. Um, we brewed a seven barrel uh, batch, so that's 20, 220 gallons, something like that, um, of, of beer. And we, we brewed their uh, Belgian Golden Strong Ale. Um, and then released that on top, aged part of that in uh, French Oak Sauvignon Blanc barrels, and that is still currently on tap, unless it kicked this weekend, you know, when, when I wasn't there at Mission. Um, so, you know, uh, this is the power of, of great beer. You know, it, uh, like I said, it, it really helps to bring people together and uh, build really cool communities. Yeah, well, like Spider-Man said, with great power comes great responsibility. So, <laughs> but yeah. the power. Everything in moderation. Yeah, exactly. Uh, <laughs> but no, that's awesome, dude. Um, and by the way, thanks for um, hanging in there. Uh, <laughs> anyone who's still listening, that was quite a tangent there. Yeah, yeah, I'm not going to lie. There, I, I there counted, was a lot of thoughts that tied together there. <laughs> I counted, like, all the hairs I missed shaving my arm this morning. Yeah, I was... I don't shave my arms, but if I did, I know which hairs I need to get when I get home. Um, but yeah, I so, had to get all that out though. There was like it was you know every thought led into another one yeah. seamlessly, and uh, I kind of my, my my throat dried out a little bit. <laughs> Luckily, I have some great coffee from uh, Foxtel Coffee Company yeah. here to keep me going. <laughs> <laughs> so, um, well, we're gonna make a transition a little bit, but <laughs> so when I was driving out to see you. I see a street sign, right? And it says Lee on the road. Yeah. And I was like, I was like, that's kind of cool. You know, like it was, it was kind of inspiring. Like, yeah, I don't know. Very apropos. Yeah. Well, I this mean, is Lee's anniversary today. Yeah. And then I see the sign, I'm going to see you. And I was like, all right, you know, you're going to be all right today. Um, I love that. Yeah. So, but, um, well, when I was waiting, when I was waiting, when we were waiting to link up, I made like this collage on, so I downloaded this app. And then I was making a collage to post for my brother's anniversary, which I never thought. I always thought you that was it to me. Yeah, I know, but yeah. I, I'm I'm explaining what was going on. But yeah. I always thought that was stupid. Like you're just looking for attention. But I had so much. I had so much. Like I was. That was the greatest collage I've ever made. And now I think I might be a collage guy. Ah. You think? I, would you like? Do you like collages? Personally. Yeah. I don't know. What would, <laughs> What would I do with it? No, no. Like I'm talking about like a photo collage, like. You make it. You take all the photos from your phone, and then you make a collage. Are you saying that you want to make a collage for me? I was thinking about that of our friendship. That would be beautiful. <laughs> like I might do that for your birthday. Like happy birthday, Mitch, and it's just a collage of you. And then like put it on my desk at home. I think I just put it on Instagram and tag you. That would work. Yeah, I don't know if I'm. I mean, that's a lot of work. You're telling me like cut paper. And, and it would also be kind of weird to have like a bunch of, you know, pictures of you like on my desk at, yeah. at home. Yeah. I like the Instagram idea. Thank you. So I, yeah, like, yeah, we were I'm talking about this at the ice cream place earlier, but uh, you're you're going to be at my next wedding party whenever that is. And I am honored. So will honored I be in that. yours? Uh, I mean, that's questionable. <laughs> <laughs> of, of course. Of Which course. one of us do you think gets married first? Me or you? Man, that's a great question. Right? I have no idea. <laughs> um, 
Yeah, I mean, for me, it'll be a while. What's your ideal, like, relationship look like? Do you, Have you thought about that? I know you've been doing a lot of work on yourself. And yeah, um, I mean, that's a good question, man. Thank you. Uh, yeah, you're, you're getting good at this. I am pretty, yeah. <laughs> I mean, dude, I'm not going to lie to you. I, I was thinking about interjecting your, your beer story, but it was actually wasn't, I mean, it wasn't as bad as you're saying. Like, it was pretty good. Um, I mean, it, it, it's, it, the pro, like, it was a lot of compelling uh, content there. That, yeah, like, if, I feel like if you're big into, like, because some people really do care about, like, beer ingredients. Yeah, sure. You know, so I think that's a good, <laughs> I, I think people, are, I think more people are going to like that than you think. Uh, but yeah, cool. anyway, back to that question. What are, you, what are you looking for in your your ideal female companion? What are you looking for? Well, so top of the list would be, um, man, um, com- communicative, like yeah. communication and uh, not holding stuff in. Mm-hmm not flipping out (laughs) whenever you're upset about something or whatever it is, but, but communicating it in a manner that is, you know, cordial and effective. Yeah. Right. So just be upfront and let me know, uh, what you want. I'll do my best to know what you want. Um, but you know, there will be times that I won't know. Um, and, and I hope that you can communicate that to me or, um, you know, what have you, um, inspired, uh, driven, passionate about something, uh, high on life, um, you know, using, uh, good, good things, you know, around you and your environment to, to help, you know, drive like a meaningful, purposeful life, uh, whether that's, you know, music, some sort of art or craft or, uh, a great cause. Um, of course, you know, I, I want, an attractive wife. Um, <laughs> I would have started with that, but continue. You, you nailed it. You got there at some point. Well, hey, man, you know, looks yeah. looks aren't everything. And, yeah, and looks fade too. That's true. Um, that's so, true. That's when you. Know, you that's when you, you 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 really need to figure well, out. Yeah, you're right. You know, there, there are some really really pretty ladies out there um, that I've I've found a lot less attractive once I've gotten to know them, um, and you know, vice versa for like oh like you know, maybe, maybe I'll meet someone and, and really personality just brings out the, the best in, in people. And that's one of the biggest things that, that attracts me to, to someone is, is their personality and just their, their vibes, you know, like how they carry themselves. Um, hopefully they smile a lot because yeah. if they're not, then they're probably not having a great time in life. Yeah. And, uh, you know, I, I want, I want someone who, you know, nobody's baggage free and nobody is, is perfect or, uh, without flaws. Um, but I want to be on a level myself where, um, I am, I am happy. I am, uh, driven. I know what I want. I'm, I'm clear mentally. Uh, I'm, I'm as healthy as I can be mentally. Mm-hmm. And I want someone who is on a similar, uh, a similar level as far as, uh, mental health and and kind of desires out of life. Hopefully, somebody that appreciates nature can go on walks around the neighborhood and you know gaze at the um, you know the the avocados um, you know starting to fruit on the 
on the trees or that is something I learned earlier when you told me avocados hey. grew on trees. Yeah, man. I, I thought they grew like <laughs> tomatoes, so that was nice to learn. <laughs> yeah, they they grow on big old trees all around. Uh, I've never Southern seen an California avocado tree. and and Florida apparently too. You know, I, I know we had oranges. I didn't know we had avocados. Yeah, dude. There's there's a there's definitely a lot of a lot of other fruits growing around here. Cool thing that I learned today um, okay. at my Airbnb this morning. There was a couple of avocado trees in the yard, mm-hmm. and I was sitting there drinking some coffee out on the on the porch in the backyard, and I and I see these little baby fruits of some sort um, starting to form on the on this really cool looking tree that I've never seen before. Um, so I take a picture with my with my plant identifying app. And, um, <laughs> you have a plant identifying app. It's a thing. <laughs> Best. Uh, I'm not laughing best at you. Twenty nine ninety nine uh, per year. You paid thirty dollars. Not not in my per well, year. Oh my god. Well worth it. I, I would not have been able to identify that avocado tree this morning. I spent twenty five hundred dollars on Amazon. I can't criticize you. Fair. Yeah. So yeah. So I'm like, oh, okay. Well, that's an avocado tree, and those are little baby avocados. But that is unlike any avocado tree I've ever seen. The leaves are way different than than what we have out in Southern California. Um, you know, very smooth, very like bright green uh, leaves, and it wasn't even new growth. It was like well-established leaves. Yeah. Um, in California, it's dark green leaves with, um, with like, uh, with with like stripes going either way uh, on down the leaf. Uh-huh. Um, so like like distinctly different. But of course, this is you know a way different climate in Florida. Yeah. Um, it's, it's super humid out here and, and it gets warmer as well. So, you know, if I can meet somebody that is, <laughs> is as enthralled, <laughs> you know, learning something like that on a Sunday morning over coffee as I am, yeah, I might be doing all right. No, <laughs> I might've found my match. <laughs> dude, I was really deep and really romantic. And I feel like a lot of women will listen to that and be like, wow, he's so, he's so cute. And then they'll see the picture of us and be like, wow, he's even cuter than I thought. You 100% know? adorable. For me, it's <laughs> it's a lot simpler than that. I just need a girl who can accept that I have more baggage than a Spirit Airlines flight. <laughs> but I, I don't... Why don't you say that? Because, oh, no, I'm flying Frontier. You're flying Frontier? Anyway, oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Finances are tough. <laughs> I found a really cheap, cheap flight man. from uh, Florida to New York, and I was so excited about it. And I went to buy it, and it was full, so I had to pay like $40 more. More and I was like, why? Why why would you even have this flight that's full on there? Just like I think it was just to get me to buy this other flight. Yeah. But you know, I did all my coping they're, mechanisms and I was still hurting. pissed that I paid for it, you know. <laughs> so it just kind of shows you that coping mechanisms aren't the answer to everything. But real quick, and the last thing I need in a relationship is I just need you said this, communication. Or you said communicative or whatever. Communicative. Yeah. That's just you know communication. Communication's easier yeah. to say. Um, yeah, but yeah, context. like I don't want to yeah. be like Nicholas Cage in National Treasure, Treasure, trying to figure out what's going on. You know what I mean? Like I'm not that. looking for clues. Like it's either like, you know, like just tell me what you want. <laughs> right. Like you know, like Ryan Gosling in that one movie yeah. with the uh, the chick from the Notebook. Uh, yeah, I got nothing. I'm not a big movie buff. Wait, um, she's when he's. Do you never seen the Notebook? I've seen maybe half the Notebook, but you were talking about a different movie, or no, no, it's Ryan Gosling about the Notebook. Yeah. He's, like, so, yelling, what do you want? She's, like, I don't know. And that's, like, pretty much the whole movie. <laughs> you don't want somebody like that. You want somebody that... Well, they, they have Alzheimer's. They at some, at some point, they have Alzheimer's. But, like, it's almost like the whole movie they have Alzheimer's. Because, like, <laughs> they don't know what's going on. Like, they, she, he doesn't know what's going on. And then she disappears and comes back. Communication's important. Yeah. <laughs> and the notebook's and, a good and, movie. And that's, 
Um, and that's not just uh, a romantic relationship. That is, that's life, right? Yeah. Um, and like I'm, like preaching right now, but um, you know that's that's work. That's romance. That's we have, we friendships. Have, we've communicated effectively over the years. I think so. I, I, we, I think we've, we've gotten better at it. We've if yeah. We we, joke well, well, we're not. Yeah, we're <laughs> op, we're opposites, but we attract. You know, like we're good friends. Um, you're pretty attractive. So <laughs> you're very attractive. Oh well, very attractive <laughs> oh, too. Yeah. Uh, you know, maybe if it doesn't work out with women, we should just get married. Uh, it's twenty twenty three. Everyone's you wanna, gonna. You want to set like an age, an age limit? I, I, All right. I, when we turn fifty five, when we turn fifty five, <laughs> if we're both single, yeah. All right, fine. Fifty five. I hope I have a heart attack at fifty four. Um, but so we got That's twenty minutes nice. left. We got twenty minutes left, and obviously, we're both bonded by unfortunate. Events between between the both of us. Yeah. So I think we should do we this should. twenty minutes, and we'll start with. I mean, with I, th- you. I think we, you know, I think we owe it to our our, our, our mothers. Um, Beautiful women. Yeah. And um, sh- shouts to Lee, by the way, and yeah. uh, you know, it's a special day for Lee and for you guys. Yeah. Um, in a certain kind of way. Well, I definitely think that Lee and my mom were so close that like Lee just couldn't handle not being here without her. So it's comforting to know that they're together. Um, cause I believe they are, but you know, I could talk about that for hours. I want, you know, you're not always here. And so, you know, yeah, go well, ahead. neither are you. So, you know, <laughs> yeah, but I always do an episode. You're not, you know, this is your show. So when are you going to do an episode about yourself? I've uh, one day <laughs> people have told me that, and I think it's a good idea. Um, but like I said, I was getting so obsessed with downloads and stuff that I forgot the whole point of the show was never about me. So um, I, I think that that was a good wake up call for me was to stop doing that and start focusing on, you know, cause people call me and they're like, dude, your show helps me. And that means, That's awesome. and, and that means Lee's still here because, and, and my mom and your mom and all the people who have come on the show and lost, whether it's their best friend or, or their brother or their mother, or their sister, whoever, you know, they're, they're not gone because they're still communicating. Their stories are still being told and yeah. that's really important. And it's, it's their legacy. And I, and I would love for you to talk about Ginger Tashroom. Yeah, I would love to as well. It's been almost 20 years. 20 years this coming uh, June um, that she passed away. We were pretty young, my, my brothers and I. And um, yeah, so she, she got lung cancer. Um, she was somewhere around the age of 50, uh, maybe just a little bit older. Um, and uh, she was diagnosed with lung cancer and they detected it uh, pretty late. It was stage three, I believe, when they detected it. Um, And she had way less time than I think any of us thought she did. And I was in denial for, um, you know, from the day she got diagnosed until uh, a year and a half after she passed. I mean, you know, it's like, it just all happened so quickly. Um, And, um, but, you know, that was the the death of Ginger Tastrum. Um, the life of Ginger Tastrum was uh, influential, to say the least. I think that in, in a lot of ways I embody uh, my mother. Um, I even laugh and sneeze like she did. But, um, but yeah, she was an amazing, amazing woman with just so much uh, spirit and, uh, you know, like energy for life. And she just... She loved life. She loved music. Uh, she loved entertaining. She had a lot of uh, a lot of great friends. Um, Rosie and 
Aunt Linda, uh, stick way out as well as uh, Patty, our good fa family friend who, who's also our, our housekeeper, um, and uh, you know she was just her her energy was in infectious. Um, she was always, usually uplifting people. <laughs> yeah. Sometimes she had, uh, you know, just like everybody, she had her um, her breakdown moments. But <laughs> that you know that really um, I, I think in endears us all to her even more. Because even when uh, she was she was breaking down a little bit and just you know little stuff, uh, you know we think about that and we and we get nostalgic just because that's how like how precious uh, she was. I owe a lot of my um, a lot of my musical uh, inclination to her. Um, she she and my dad were always playing great tunes: The Beatles, The Doors, Bob Marley, um, and uh, she wouldn't take no for an answer and she enrolled me in chorus and in school and the, the the boys choir chromatics as well um she was the reason i started taking piano lessons and um you know i didn't quite appreciate it so much at the time um at least with the chorus and all that um but secretly i loved it and i uh i am definitely very glad that she made me she made me uh do all this stuff um because, you know, I have, like, an endless love for music these days. Um, I play guitar, and I own a mandolin and a violin as well, um, willed to me by our good family friend, Cricker Siegel, who passed from leukemia um, years ago. And um, it's one of my life missions to become, uh, to become, not, the word's not fluent, but proficient in, uh, in, in the violin, and the mandolin. I'm certainly proficient in guitar, and I want to improve my skills there as well, but um, I, I owe it to Cricker, <laughs> and probably my mom too, to really get uh, into the nitty-gritty with the violin and the, and the mandolin, especially because, I mean, I owe it to myself. It's just, when I pick these instruments up, like, it's, you know, it's like nothing bad has ever happened in my life. I'm just, I'm on cloud nine, so, uh, yeah, I mean, you know, Without my mom, I wouldn't be nearly as uh, passionate as I am um, about about anything. Um, you know, she really drove home a, a sense of, of passion and just love for life, uh, just down to you know hanging out in the garden and planting the the new bulbs every every spring. Uh, some great memories there as well. Well, that was beautiful. Um... Thanks, ma'am. I mean, your mom, I remember from when I was little, like, she was the mayor of the village, um, and... Yeah. Yeah, so, and, uh, like, my first job was with Charlie, who's also a friend of the pod, uh, <laughs> but, sure uh, and, and your mom, your mom was in charge of the event or whatever, and she was, she was a sweetheart, and then she used to pick us up from school and stuff, uh, so even when she was sick, she did that, so she was, um, and, and that's something my mom did, too, like, when she was sick, it was always, like, putting us first, you know, even though they're sick. Yeah. It's kind of crazy, the selflessness. Dude, I I remember um, the, the day that my mom asked us, and she was pretty far along in her illness. I remember the day that, that she asked us to, um, to do our own laundry. She was practically beside herself having to ask this of us. Yeah. Um, <laughs> and... <laughs> I was like, mom, of course, like, I'm happy to do my own laundry, you know, like, you're, you're, uh, 
you, you gotta, you gotta do you, you know? And she was just like so relieved. And the fact that that was like such a weight that she was carrying to have to ask us to do our own laundry, uh, when we were fully capable, I mean, my oldest brother was an adult. I was, I was 15. My other brother Parker was 18. I want to say as well, you know, plenty capable of doing laundry. Just, just ask mom, like it's all good. Um, yeah, but I think that for them, it's like more of like, like my mom loved doing laundry too. Like I don't know, I don't know. Explain the science behind that. Maybe it's like, like a, a mother, yeah. mother instinct there. I'd say. Yeah, to like, you know, like, yeah, we're grown and stuff, but like they're always our mothers. You know what I mean? Like, um, I mean, I remember my mom was sick and she would still like try to do things on her own, and I'd feel like frustrated with her. I'm like, what are you do? like? What are you doing? Sit out. Like, and she's like, I can do it. You know, because she wanted to take care of me, but she's the one who needed taken care of. And you know what? She she stuck it out till the end, dude. I remember hanging out with her, and she was she was clearly um, not not doing well. My but mom, she, yeah. yeah. But but she still she still made it out and still um, was enjoying life, yeah. um, doing her best to, to do so. And uh, you know, I I always admired that. She she didn't she didn't pack it in, which would be completely understandable if she if she just kind of stopped going out, but. You know, she was still pushing through. Uh, very, very strong woman, Mary, Mary was. I will say, like, being your friend through the whole thing with your mother, and then, like, years later when it happened to, to my mom, I remember, like, my first thought was, this this stinks, like, this really stinks, but, like, you were so young, dude. Yeah. Like, I can't imagine how that was for you and your brothers and, and, your, and your dad and stuff. Oh, it was a breeze. <laughs> uh, I feel bad for laughing now, but no, I feel well, you walked well, me into on, that. No, yeah. come on, man. I, uh, that's that's what I was going. Yeah, for. Uh, yeah, yeah. No, it sucked. Uh, <laughs> it it really sucked. Um, like I said, I was I was in denial, and uh, I it, it was it was hardly like she had even passed for me at first because I just wasn't accepting it, and I slapped a bandaid on by I was I was going out and I was. You know, I was drinking and stuff, um, not like going nuts, like all the time, just kind of like going out like on like weeknights and just kind of fucking off, you know, like just saying, fuck it. Like I, you know, and I didn't even understand like what I was doing or why I was doing it, mm -hmm. but it was just a coping mechanism. And um, that, that's the hardest part of that stuff is because it's almost like you're on autopilot of self-destruction. Yeah. You know, like, yeah. like you're like, you know what you're doing stupid, but like, what else is there to do? Yeah. And, uh, you know, it was, it was something that, that I, I kind of had to, had to navigate, um, on my own at times. And, um, you know, it was tough, but I was lucky to have some really great, uh, guidance in my life, some amazing guardians that stepped in, um, you know, my father was there to to put to mostly put me through college, um, and uh, and we had like these surrogate parents. I mean, I mean, my aunt Deb and, and Uncle George would have me for dinner like all the time. They live right next door. Um, definitely have led a blessed life. I mean, I lost my mom when I was fifteen, but you know, it could have been a lot worse. I could have not had uh, my godmother Carrie. Um, you know, in the picture and just like there for me at all times. 
always asked me what I need, always getting me what I need. Um, she brought me up to, up to college, uh, um, one year, I believe. Um, so did my brother, Travis. Uh, he, you know, he brought me up there at one point, my father as well. Um, you know, they were all there for me. Uh, so, so was Parker. Um, you know, Parker, uh, put together a film for, for my, uh, from, for my, for my college, uh, application. Cause I, I played football in college and he put together the film for me. Um, you know, stuff that I just wasn't really capable of. I'm not tech savvy, you know, whatever. Um, aunt Linda, my aunt Linda, uh, you know, uh, she, she, uh, she was there for me, um, all the time, just, uh, you know, she, she would, she would cook food and she would just, just be a, a caring person. I mean, she, I, I love her so much, you know, um, and, and she, she's, she's, uh, uh one of my best friend Brad's mothers. Um, and, and she's not even my, my blood aunt, um, nor my, my uncle at her, her husband, but that's how close um, they have been over the years to us that, you know, we call them that without even thinking twice about it. Um, so yeah, just like, you know, amazing to have like all these people in my life and not just adults, but friends and family around me, um, to help me through because without them, you know, I don't even know if I'd be here right now. <laughs> so blessed, man. For that's, real. that's awesome, man. Um, that's the true definition of glass half full right there. <laughs> uh, you know, one thing that so our, our Lee and 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 my mom and your mom were were all in the same funeral home, and I remember when my mom passed away. You came up to me with uh, candy. Do you remember this? Yeah, yeah. It was it was Skittles. Um, I think it was Skittles. Yeah. And reason. Yeah. Right. Yeah. And, and the reason. Yeah. Yeah, that's fun. The 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 reason was the reason was because I had done that when your mom passed away. But the thing is like, so we were 15 when your mom passed and I guess I I'd given you candy. Re reason was the candy, by the oh, way. Oh, I thought you were saying what was the reason. I'm, I'm saying reason was the candy. Oh, the candy okay. Reason. <laughs> well, I, well, I was like, kind of like, I don't know the reason you should know that. But yeah, so the, you don't the, need a reason. For no, a reason. yeah. So I, your mom passes away and I go to the gas station Hashtag across ad. the street and I give you this candy, you know, because I, I figured like, I don't know, it seemed like you needed a candy. And fast forward another, I think it was 15 years later, and I'm at my mom's funeral, and you come up to me with this candy, and like at first I was like, "What's this clown doing?" <laughs> but then I remembered like, and you were like, "You did this for," and I was like, "Oh man, you know," and uh, dude, like being friends with you, um, I know I've, I've probably at times been difficult to be friends with, and I, I'm I really appreciate. Um, all the friends I have, but like, especially you, because I've probably known you. Dude, I, I could say the same about me, <laughs> honestly. Yeah, but. I, I can be difficult sometimes, which is something I'm working on. Well, do you remember on, when but... we almost got in a fist fight over me parking? Yep. <laughs> <laughs> we, were, we were like about to come to blows, then we both apologized and like hugged it out. And like, the girl is with me was just like, what was that? And I was like, that's just me and Mitch. He's my, he's one of my best friends. I love him to death. <laughs> remember, remember when I wanted to uh, walk across the street earlier? Yeah, instead of yeah. Driving across that the was really stupid. Too? Because, Jason yeah, then it started raining. <laughs> <laughs> but, but you let me have that one. I yeah, we, yeah. We walked. We See, walked I place. am making improvements, small improvements, you know? <laughs> but, uh, no, like, but getting back, I mean, I know 
Like Lee, yeah. Lee loved you, and you know, like you were a great yeah. friend to Lee, well, and great. My mom loved you, and you're mutual. You were like an adopted son from my mom. Was just a big fan of like adopting everybody. You know? like, <laughs> she treated everyone like they were her kids. That's who she was, man. And yeah, and your mom was always great to me. And um, I mean, yeah. you know, you guys were the Brady Bunch after all. Yeah, well, there's a, <laughs> there's a lot less now. We we needed a van growing up, but now we can get by in like a Prius. <laughs> Although Lynn is making sure that yeah, we, you know, Lynn's hey, got Jay now, ba- baby, so we, baby Wesley. Yeah, I guess we are back. You know, yeah. uh, we need we need a, a van again. But, um, dude, it's awesome to see you. I had a lot of fun. Um, I, you know, I, I always have fun doing the podcast, but um, especially with you because I just we haven't seen each other in a minute now. Yeah, yeah, man, it's been too long as always. Yeah. You know, it's you know, it's never enough time that we get to spend together. Yeah, I'm um, hoping you can make it out to San Diego soon, and I'll be out um, there. It's been over a year since my last visit, but I love it out there. Well, Except the water's so cold, dude. Yeah, like, well, <laughs> come out in like August. Like it'll be hot, and the water will be nice um, if you want. Well, I can't. August fifth, I've already RSVP'd to Dave's <laughs> Dave uh, Dave's son's, his son's or, birthday. Is it son? Yeah. I think it's his, he had a daughter. I'm yeah, not Dave sure. Walters had a, That's yeah. how little I Another good friend him, of ours. Unfortunately, but I, I regret that. I'll because. give you his number after the show. Dave. You got to give him a call. But well, he, 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 or what? I don't know. Number? I have no idea. I change my number so often that I don't know who has the same numbers anymore. Well, yeah, most people don't do that. But um, uh, <laughs> I don't I don't do that anymore. <laughs> Let it be known that I miss Dave. And, He's uh, a great dude. But yeah, he wants me to go to his, uh, I think it's his daughter's first birthday. So I got to go to that. But after August 5th or before August 5th, I am yours, sir. Solid. So, uh, we got another two minutes. Uh, two minutes, countdown, and go. What's well, your show? What do you got? <laughs> what would oh, you? What, what's? Uh, I got a question for you. What? What is the key to like? What is? What is your perspective on the key to life's happiness? Wow, I don't know that. <laughs> <laughs> I do not have the answer to not, that. You have like an educated guess. <laughs> the key to life's happiness. Yeah. Get to know yourself. You got to know yourself before you can love anyone else. You got to know yourself. You got to love yourself. Yeah. Um, seek therapy. I started seeing a therapist two years ago. And um, that is the best decision that I've ever made in my entire life. Mm-hmm. Um, personally, I don't do well forming ideas when I'm having a conversation with myself. Um, the main thing for me is I need a soundboard to bounce things off of. Um, what better than a paid professional to do that with? <laughs> <laughs> a paid friend. <laughs> and uh, and I, I got incredibly lucky. Uh, my first go, at least in my adult life, I, my, my father gave it a go with me a couple times with a therapist, with a couple different ones, and it helped probably, but um, I, my heart wasn't in it, and I wasn't allowing them to help me. Um, but I finally came around a couple years ago and I lucked out, um, shouts to Aaron. Hopefully I can say that. I don't see why not. She, she's just an amazing, um, uh, person and, uh, has helped me so much. So yeah, get to know yourself. Um, do your best to love yourself and know that you are enough and you're great. Um, and keep up what you're doing and cut yourself some slack when you need it. Um, slow down, learn to enjoy the little things in life. And, um, yeah, just, uh, just 
Stay classy, San Diego. <laughs> well, it. thanks so That's much for I coming got. on the show, man. That was beautiful, beautiful <laughs> thanks, ending. Brother. Beautiful talking about your mother. It was a beautiful episode. Um, I love you, man, and, and you I'll too, see buddy. you soon, all right? Hell yeah. Have a great day, everybody. Peace.